0: Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders, past, present, and those emerging. I always say I'm still amazed whenever I walk out on stage and there's an audience there I'm like how did you guys know <laughs> you know when I just started in comedy and yeah I started in New Zealand you know if eight tickets sold I'd, I'd bring my friend Elizabeth I go did you just buy eight tickets and she goes yeah I did
0: I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm tips for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus Ursula Carlson is the breath of fresh air we never knew we needed. She's a South African who became a stand-up comedy star in New Zealand before endearing herself to Australian audiences on Have You Been Paying Attention? Then, in one of those weird 2020 twists of fate, when Lindsay Lohan couldn't come back into Australia because of COVID lockdown for the second season of The Masked Singer, Ursula Carlson stepped in and lifted the nation's spirits with her very special kind of Earth Mother energy. Ursula Carlson is hilarious and relatable and a big part of her charm is the fact that she makes a lot of jokes about herself. They're jokes we can all see our own selves in but most of us would never admit to the kind of stuff she tells the whole world about. It turns out that those jokes are actually part of Ursula's strategy for calming her farm but the other side of the coin is a lot of positive self-talk. I've always been confident. (laughs) Like, and I think
2: that comes from my mum, you know, where she's like, you can do whatever you want. And I truly believe that. I truly, I watched the movie in high school with my brother uh, called Samantha. And in it, the whole slogan for the thing is like her whole life. She just goes, if they can do it, I can do it or it can't be done. So my entire late teens and my twenties were just that. If they can do it, I can do it, or it can't be done. Like, if anyone can do it, I should be, like, I fully believe I can become, Well, like, I can do brain surgery. Sure, I have to go to university, and I have to be, you know, it'll take years, but I can do it like I'm 100% confident of it certain things I know I can't like I think it's being honest with yourself and the older you get the more you get into that zone where you're like I know myself now and I know what I can and cannot do or what I'm prepared like you know when you're younger you sort of risk things but now I don't I'm like no no it's cool I don't need it to you know boost me up or nothing you know like I'm comfortable uh, with myself so no I didn't really I didn't really feel like a loser I think the whole thing came from because I see the bullying in schools my my brother and sister both have teenagers at home now and I see what they're going through and now my kids are three and my daughter just turned seven and now she's starting school and already you see it you see the bullying in school the more I sort of sat and thought about it and i talked to my nephews especially a lot you know the two oldest ones and i'm like if you own your own shit you know and you go all right let's just unpack what we have right you go yeah i am you know because loser is something they say all the time teenagers say loser all the time if you have a teenager at home you'll hear the word loser about fifty thousand times a day (laughs) so i was like you know If you, if you just honest with yourself, go, yeah, I do this stuff that could see me as being a loser, but so does everyone else. So, so, but if you own your shit, like with, go, yeah, I'm a loser and I will probably be a loser again at some point. Then it's hard for people to bully. Like I always say to my nephew, I go, if you have a tail, then you should go out and be proud of your tail. Say to be bullied. (laughs) Look at my tail. It it wags when I'm happy. And then when when people try and bully you about it, go, oh, you've got a tail. You go, I know, I showed you. Boom. You've taken the wind out of the sails. They cannot bully you for it. So I'm like, we need to take back that stuff. In the special, I talk about anti-vaxxers and I go, you know, like you do what you want to do, but we vaccinate because we understand words. And and to be nice to anti-vaxxers because they have sick kids at home. So out of that, of course, I had heaps of people go, "Well, like I'm going to take advice from a fat bitch, you know, health advice from a fat bitch." And I'm like, "People will find that thing. That's again, like, if you have a tale, talk about it, because it, it disarms it. It's like you know, people call me fat online all the time. I go, well, you're fat. I, go, I know. Like I've built a career on it. If they can see it, I think you should." address it, disarm it and carry on and because like, there's a lot of people sitting in the audience going through that shit Like, I don't think there's a bigger angst in people's lives than they white and the way they look, so if you go out and go no one's perfect, even the hottest people in the room, you know you can be perfect body shape, there's something that someone hates about themselves yeah. you know, like that's how we're programmed as human beings, like you may as well address it and say to people, I'm comfortable with this and I always say if, if you address it quickly and you go, this is my shit and it's got nothing to do with you, then other people can't hurt you because I was, <laughs> you can't hurt me. I've been rejected by better. So you on your Twitter account or your Facebook account, it, it does nothing to me. Like I just click block and I never even think about you anymore. Even if you put together a whole campaign of hate, I literally will not remember your name in a day or two because there's so much positive stuff that comes through from it. Like I always thought, as a comic, if you go and do just for laughs in Montreal, then that's it—you've you've cracked it. But but I've done it twice, so now I'm like, and even while I was doing it, I'm like, what's next? What you know? What else can I? And then I saw a Netflix special, so now I've got two, and I'm like, okay, what's next? So I reckon um, the way I see it is um, the specials out there. Ellen will see it. I will go on Ellen. Then Oprah will watch Ellen and she'll go, oh, who's this? And then she'll organize an interview with me and then she'll, oh, you've got a book. And then she'll read the book and she'll put it on her book club. And then Michelle Obama will read it and Gail will read it. And all of a sudden I'm best friends with Oprah and Gail and Michelle Obama. And then, so that's a five year plan. I haven't given it a lot of thought. Both specials, I, I have a little Oprah pin and I put it, I, I put it on my collar. For the record, so so you don't know but the power is there.
0: For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too.
2: This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction
1: with the a Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.